bright lights, stormy weather, rain, wind, country living. I'm not Lena Horne, but I love her music. Legendary. Cary Grant. I can't watch this movie because every time I watch it, I think of Sleepless in Seattle. Oh my God. Meg Ryan, you would just die. Well, her career did, but you know. Thanks, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Do you know, it's so interesting to see Dennis Quaid and he'll talk a little bit about it. But what's more interesting is his movies were based around budgets of cocaine because he was just out of his mind. The only thing I ever liked about Watch One Happens Live is when they asked him, Dennis Quaid, have you ever had a threesome? Yes. Well, yeah. Right now, as I stare at my very retro, well not retro, but classic LED lamp that has a glass bottom and a storm lamp top, I am remiss to talk about the good times. Right next to it is Doctor Who, of course, Lemmy Kilmeister, and Amy Winehouse. You know, I was watching some Elvira and I thought, I need to record another podcast because, well, you know, some of you like it. I don't do it for the applause. I do it because, well, someone has to do it. You know, Facebook is in deep shit. Nobody wants to be Mark Zuckerberg. And, you know, I am tempted to delete my Facebook, but at the same time, then that just leaves Instagram. Pictures and videos galore. And Tumblr, but, you know, my Tumblr. I have several. We won't go there. It, you know, only a few are privy to it. Poetry. Photography. And, yes, lust. And that's why I don't show it off. You know, these are extraordinary times. And not just the fact that there is a tornado warning headed, well, not for me, but, you know, parts of Northern California. A few wine grapes all over the ground. You know, I've always wanted to open a vineyard. And maybe one day I will to make money. But, you know, I'd rather do this for money. But at this rate, who knows, you know? You don't know. You know, I remember the first time I watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. It was about 30 years ago. My babysitter just thought I was crazy, just howling, laughing as Elvira lights that cigarette. Or no, she didn't. Oh no, wait. Oh God, it's been ages. No, uh, she was in her car. She was getting gas. She says to the gas guy, those things will kill you. Have a nice day. And the gas was still dripping. And he lit a cigarette and boom. And I just started hysterically laughing. And my babysitter was like, mm, mm, mm. you crazy. And I was. Elvira was just hilarious. You know, and she was drop dead. Drop dead in many ways. And I won't go there. You know, these stormy times, 
Stormy, 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 stormy weather, stormy Daniels. Oh, you know, I just keep waiting for that 60 Minutes interview. When is it going to happen? A year from now? It's already in the can, but you know, other things are in the can or on the can, just tweeting away like it's Christmas. You know, I love when people say to me, well, it was either the lesser of two evils. Well, we got the evil one, so. But you're kicking yourself now. But you know, karma is a bitch. And when karma enacts itself, yes, we will be free of this shit. Oh my goodness, it's just so gorgeous, karma. That's why you gotta watch what you do. Those who have wronged me, well. Hello, karma, how you doing? Yeah, thought so. But you know, no fucks were given. And that's the other thing, you know, I'm not going to let a lot of you bask in this. And um, because, you know, oh, he's cursing. I've cursed my whole fucking life. Come on, get real. But I can't do it daily. You know, $25 a day for saying fuck That is talent. Of course, Blink-182 is supposedly the number of times that fuck is said in the movie. Um, Scarface, I've never seen that. You know, it looks like a parody in itself. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah, Al Pacino. Um, Whoever thought Michelle Pfeiffer could act in that, I don't know. But, you know, there is there is a Scarface from the 1930s, Edward G. Robinson, but it's totally different. Okay, a fair to remember. No wonder they liked it in Sleepless in Tom Hanks. <laughs> Makes me think of, um, I was watching the Osbournes one time, and I had the commentary on, and it shows Kelly, and she goes into... She goes to Ozzy and she's like, it's not me, it's your fucking daughter. I just got a call when I'm in Tiffany. And and Sharon's like, oh my God, you just got a call when you're in Tiffany. Oh, for God's sakes, Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. The first season was perfect. Second season, meh. So I always look at the first season as the gold standard of television. You know, reality television has just become too much. But when the Osbournes first debuted, we had already had Survivor, Big Brother, and The Holding Company. And a lot of shit. But with the Osbournes, it was magical. To see Ozzy motherfucking Osbourne. Black Sabbath. Bit the head off a bat. And a dove. Sharon said it best. You know, the record company did not want to sign Ozzy. And so he brought the dove's suggestion of pace. And... And he let the doves out and one sat on his lap. And he put it up to his mouth and he bit the head off of it. And the girl started to scream. There was blood everywhere. 
and this headless carcass just flapping around. That moment they had regretted signing Aussie, but Crazy Train was upon the charts. Uh, you know, I'm at the head of a bat, but I'm at the head of a dove too. It was fucking fabulous. It was a taste of success. That is the Osbournes. You know, Jack Osborne, you look at him now, he's so put together. But on the Osbournes, he was fucking crazy. Kelly was crazy. I mean, her boobs look like torpedoes. Can you imagine? Even Jack's boobs looked like torpedoes. But, you know, they have all cleaned up. And so, but reality TV gave us that. It gave us Sharon Osbourne. Who knew that was, you know, Osby, Ozzy's... Uh, Main champion. Ozzy, you can do it. Alright, Sharon! <coughs> and I'm losing my voice as we speak. You know, I bet Elvira doesn't have this problem because we know how she keeps hers lubricated. I'm just kidding. I love Elvira. 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 Remember that in the movie? <coughs> I almost met her one time. A friend of mine was living in Los Angeles and I was going to take time off. This was maybe about four years ago. And Elvira had a comic book coming out, but unfortunately I couldn't get the time off. We were also going to go see Chelsea Lately and Fashion Police. Strangely enough, um, a few weeks later, Joan, Cro- Joan Crawford. Oh God, Joan Rivers died. So... Uh, you know, that would have been interesting to see that last taping. Oh my god, it's the best fun you can have with your clothes on. My favorite, though, is the Twitter. Oh my god, this would have been so different if we'd have had Twitter. You just imagine Amelia, this is Amelia Earhart, where the fuck am I? What is this, Shit's Creek? Oh, Hello. You know, this weather outside is magical. Wet. I can't wait for the pitter-patter of raindrops. You know. Oh, it's raining again. Oh, it's Christmas. You know, rain and me go hand in hand. Because I too like to be wet. But we won't go there. Use your imagination. I love going out in the rain. Listening to the cures, prayer for ra- prayers for rain. Don't worry, I haven't been drinking. I'm just really tired. Oops. And I mean, it is just... Each time I, I you know, have to go into the world, I think of Tina Turner, you know, she talks about you know, when it's hard, and I'm like, you know, how she says, you know, those days with like, I was really like a slave, and toward the end of my career, I had to go and slave for myself. So I feel I'm slaving for myself right now, but I don't know about the rest. Um, oh, here we go. Ooh. 
I had a former acquaintance who loved that album. He was a friend and then he became an acquaintance because he started hanging out with a very weird crowd. And now he's one of those little uh, wannabes. Uh, wants a TV show, ain't gonna get it. But you know what? I dropped his ass. So fucking boring, too. You know, Ooh, cry, cry, cry. You know, Facebook me, cry, cry, cry. Boyfriend's not paying attention to me. He's so successful. Well, he's not really that successful. He just got a little mentioned in the local paper of Los Angeles, please. You know, who cares? He tried to text me one time because I talked shit about his business. Your business is shit, okay? You're you're a, you're a poser. What did they say in that documentary? You're a fucking poser. You ain't shit. And he is. All his 666. You know, if the real Anton LaVey was alive and saw that shit, he would tell Marilyn Manson to set it on fire. Marilyn. Oh, just so magical. I saw him twice in concert, you know? And um, I remember the first time I saw him, I was going to college. I was... <clears throat> starting my second phase of college because the first phase was about fun in finding myself and the second phase was getting the degrees and I remember um, my school was really small it was a private college and they all found out I was going to go see Marilyn Manson oh my god I can't believe it be careful um and uh the next day, I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear for almost two days. It was that fucking loud. and um, But it was amazing, and it was worth it. And uh, I saw him again a year later, and that was the night that George W. Bush was reelected. And, <clears throat> and Marilyn Manson said something very poignant. It's not about politics, more like patronizing you have an elephant afraid of mice and you had a jackass. Yeah. This is, of course, before Marilyn started to get fat. I don't know what happened. The booze, too much bread, maybe a little Ovaltine mixed in. But, you know, it never happened to Mistress of the Dark. Oh, shit, it's Viggo Mortensen. Before the Lord of the Rings, the two uncut towers. <clears throat> Oh, you know, if I really wanted to have a theme song to this, I would call Bette Midler. I love her. I love her, her honesty. The funniest tweeter of all, her and Cher, you know. Talk about if I could turn back time. Just think if Twitter had existed during Sonny and Cher. <laughs> you know, Sonny, I'm going to tweet about you tonight. Because you're just being so unfair. Oh, Cher... I got you, babe. No, you don't. I'm going to tweet about it. <sighs> I'm kind of thankful social media didn't exist when I was a teenager because then it would have made it a lot more hard. Oh, my God. He's back in class again. Tweet. No. You know, it's bad enough when we have a bully running the country, but one who likes to tweet. So, but in terms of karma, I hope that all that shit blows up in his face. <laughs> Because he's got an ugly face. And he, Jennifer Lewis said it best. He's mentally ill and he has 
But I don't feel sorry for him in that aspect because I think he just, you know, was dropped as baby. But not as bad as Sloth from the Goonies. Oh, fuck. Remember that? Baby Roof. Yeah. Um, you know, let's listen to The Cure again because it is just fabulous. I mean, let's see. Which one is this? Siamese Twins. Sometimes when I'm out making money, this comes into my head. I wish I could just put my headphones on sometimes and just escape there. But I can't, you know. Always people screaming, crying. (sighs) Back to Elvira. I feel like Elvira under the covers once again. Magic in the air. Money. Saving. Airplanes. Not in that order. It is a very warm bed. But I want more. I want to live like Mae West. Remember she had all those mirrors on the fucking ceiling? And her excuse for that, or not her excuse, I, I, I'm sorry, her quote for that was, well, I like to know how I'm doing. Yeah, you like to know who you're doing. <sighs> Tom Selleck was one of her muscle men in Myra Breckerid. I can't even say it. You know, he was not bad looking back then. Now he's blue blood and it's just like, ooh, God. Blech. Give me Magnum P.I., which they're trying to reboot, which is disturbing. And, and bad enough, they're doing the guy from, uh, doing, bringing the guy from, um, what's her name? He did, like, that weird movie with Kirsten Dunst, where they're dating. He's gonna play Magnum P.I. Give me a fucking break. Don't ruin my childhood anymore with these fucking... You know, they they were going to do that with Murder, She Wrote. Angela Lansbury's still alive. She doesn't need that shit. Just like they didn't put, you know, Julie Andrews in the new Mary Poppins. I hope that doesn't kill her. Because, you know, the world without... I mean, she can't sing anymore. But, you know, at least she can be funny. I love Julie Andrews. I like heavy metal. But, you know what? Julie Andrews... Oh, speaking of heavy metal, you know who did heavy metal toward the end of his life? The late Christopher Lee. Oh, that man was brilliant. Oh, fuck. What a life. Served in World War II. You know, when Peter Jackson said to him, imagine what it feels like to get stabbed in the back. That's he's telling him this to imagine his character's anger and he says well I don't have to imagine I was it's like whoa that's the fucking kind of crux of the pie right there it's just perfect I remember when he died I was listening to his heavy metal music and uh, yeah, oh my goodness I wish he would have lived to 205 you know but we can't all be like a true blood, those vampires, you know, without a heartbeat. Sarah Palin, 
a heartbeat away, huh? I can see Russia from my house. Yeah. That's why your career just tanked like a bottle of moose chili. <laughs> right now I'm watching Treehouse Masters. And it is just... I want a house like that. If I had the money, I'd say just... This is my treehouse. I want to live in it. In amongst all those wonderful fucking trees. You know? And so right now, this is the umpteenth podcast of the day. So I'm going to relax and get ready for bed. Unpleasant dreams.